You are listening to the audio podcast of the weekly message preached at Central United Methodist Church in Arlington, Virginia. You're invited to worship with us in person on Saturdays at 4.30 p.m. or virtually through Zoom or Facebook on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Visit us at www.cumcballston.org. There you can learn more about our congregation and how we worship God, serve others, and embrace all. A reading of selected verses from the Gospel of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word was with God in the beginning. Everything came into being through the Word, and without the Word, nothing came into being. What came into being through the Word was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness doesn't extinguish the light. The true light that shines on all people was coming into the world. The light was in the world, and the world came into being through the light, but the world didn't recognize the light. This is the basis for judgment. The light came into the world, and people love darkness more than the light, for their actions are evil. All who do wicked things hate the light and don't come to the light for fear that their actions will be exposed to the light. Whoever does the truth comes to the light so that it can be seen that their actions were done in God. Jesus spoke to the people again, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me won't walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Jesus replied, the light is with you for only a little while. Walk while you have the light so that darkness doesn't overtake you. Those who walk in the darkness don't know where they are going. As long as they have the light, believe in the light so that you might become people whose lives are determined by the light. After Jesus said these things, he went away and hid from them. I have come as a light into the world so that everyone who believes in me won't live in darkness. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, this evening, my sermon incorporates the work of both Reverend McLaren, who wrote the book, We Make the Road by Walking, which is the year-long journey through scripture that we have been traveling together since September, and also the work of the priest and scholar, Reverend Dr. Wilda C. Gaffney, who helps us re-examine our our experiences of darkness and light. Reverend Dr. Gaffney wrote, in the beginning, those words mark the beginning of the story of our faith. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God spoke, and the cosmos was born in light. It was to this story that the author of the Gospel of John turned to explain the magnitude of Jesus' birth. The only story that could partner it, the birth of the earth and all undiscovered worlds. John looked back at the world's birth story and saw a different trinity, the word, light, and life. That trinity had been present at the dawn of creation and were present in the man that he knew as Jesus, the man he'd grown up with, played with, and perhaps fought with, his cousin. John is telling us who Jesus is, and for him, the manger story doesn't cut it. It's not big enough. It's not grand enough. Jesus is nothing less than the word of God in human flesh. The word that spoke creation into being, the promise and promises of God, the teachings, the warnings, the revelation, all contained in a mortal body. 
Jesus is the eternal light from the dawn of creation that shines in the darkness. And no matter how long or deep the shadows, that light can never be extinguished. Jesus is life itself, a life that transcends death. John presents a Jesus where heaven and earth meet in one body. Reverend McLaren reflected on this opening of the Gospel of John by reminding that on Christmas Eve, we celebrate a new beginning. We welcome the dawning of new light. A new year begins with lengthening days. A new life begins with infant eyes taking their first view of a world bathed in light. And a new era in human history began when God's light came shining into our world through Jesus. The fourth gospel tells us that what came into being through Jesus was not merely a new religion, a new theology, or a new set of principles or teachings. The real point of it all, according to John, was life, vitality, and Jesus has come to give radiant aliveness. Some people don't see it yet. Some people don't want to see it. They have plans that are better served under cover of darkness. From pickpockets to corrupt politicians, from human traffickers to terrorists plotting in hidden cells, to racists spreading messages of hate. They don't welcome the light because the light would, would expose their deeds for what they are, evil. So they cling to the shadows. But others welcome light. They receive it as a gift. And in that receiving, they let God's holy, radiant aliveness stream into their lives and become a portal of light in this world. When they start living as a member of God's family, others see the light of God. But Reverend Gaffney challenges us to notice this language around light and darkness. She wrote, the good news is framed in the stark language of light and dark, shadow and glory. It is far too easy for us who are Americans to hear those words through our history of race and racism. We are taught from our young age that everything light and white is good and perfect and everything dark and black is bad. Even when we're not thinking about it, it's in the back of our minds. Race is always in the room for us. But it wasn't for John. It wasn't for Jesus. It wasn't in their world. Identity mattered, whether you were Greek or Jew, slave or free, man or woman, but not the brown tone of your skin, because most skin was brown in Israel. And even Roman legions were largely brown and black, having been filled with conscripts from Africa and Asia. The mystic Howard Thurman taught us that somewhere between the light and the darkness, somewhere between the shadow and the glory, there is a space that he called the luminous darkness. Others have called it radiant blackness. Think of the night sky spangled with stars, so that we can see the beautiful glow of the brightness of the stars only against the darkest of the dark skies. In the beginning, before God created light, there was darkness. We humans are afraid of the dark, but God is not. 
Darkness is a creative space to God. Out of darkness, God created everything that is, including light. It is only when the sky is darkest that we can see how bright the lights truly are. As I think about life just a year ago, celebrating last Christmas with my family, at that time, cancer was casting deep shadows upon my life and my family as we celebrated the final weeks of my dad's life. While that time is terribly sad, and there were indeed some dark shadows, I also can see in retrospect the incredibly bright moments, the joy that my dad had in being able to call family and friends and wish them a Merry Christmas, the laughter that we shared together that day. Those moments shine so brightly in my memory because they are surrounded by such deep shadows. Every year at Christmas, families grieve the loss of loved ones who were there for Christmases before and who are not here this year. Over the last two years of our COVID pandemic, many families have lost more and more loved ones. Too often in church, when we gather and we say, Merry Christmas, it can seem like we are ignoring the shadows. When we light our candles, when we put lights on our home, when we wrap gifts under the tree, those shadows remain in the corner of our rooms and in the corner of our hearts. Christmas has always been touched by the shadow of life. We proclaim that the light and life of Christ transform the shadow of death into life. God became human, and to be human is to dwell within shadow. The Gospels remind us continually that Jesus was fully human. So God became flesh and dwelled among us. Jesus was like us, and we are like him. We are mortal, frail, human, and we do not walk alone among the shadows of this earth because God is Emmanuel, God with us. God entered the brokenness of our world, and God is with us. God is with us in the suffering and in the dying and the comforting and all that is, whether it is shadow or light, because to God, there is no thing to fear in the darkness. This is a season of hope and joy and peace and light. The days are getting longer and light is literally filling our world a little bit more every day. And tonight, we remember God who became flesh. And we remember that the light of the world has stayed with us from generation to generation. The light of God lives with us and is in us. And there is no shadow that cannot be overcome by the holy light of God. This light will shine through our lives and through the ages. And then scripture promises that one day, the whole of creation will be transformed by that holy light. So tonight, as we light candles and sing, let us remember that the light of Christ shines in and through us to the ends of the earth. Thanks be to God.
Amen.